The entire team at Emsolation want to acknowledge that we are gathered on the traditional lands of the Wurundjeri people. We want to recognise that we are recording and telling our stories on the stolen land of our country's first storytellers. We wish to pay our respects to all Wurundjeri elders and ancestors and to extend that respect to any First Nations peoples who listen to Emsolation. We recognise Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people's continued connection to the land and waters of this country and acknowledge that sovereignty was never ceded. Always was, always will be. I've spent the majority of my career being told I'm not what the audience wants. Mm. Guess what? Turns out I am. Where is Celine? Can't be moving that fast. Let's lock her down. Let's get Taylor there. Let's get the hug. Eyes up. Eyes up. Get the shot. That's the Mount Everest of beef burying in the award ceremony. Beef burying sounds like pornography. It does. Yeah. It sounds like a scene from Saltburn. It is. You do one more so that I've got it on the audio as well. <laughs> now it's professional. <laughs> Need to order a clacker, Ben. Get on that. A clacker. James said he's got one. I think she, you mean a clapper, but I love that you call it a clacker, which has a very different meaning. What? It's Are a they clapper. Called... What? Clap. <laughs> clap. And you said clacker. Aren't they called clackers? Yeah, up the clacker. I know what a clacker is, thank you. No, they're called a clapper. Oh, that's upsetting. <laughs> My whole life I've called them clackers, even when I've been on sets with them. Mm. <laughs> I think I even did it on your set. I Probably. said, who's doing the clacker? <laughs> no one corrected me. Well, I like they my version. I just enjoyed it. And okay, in my look, mind, it's a compliment. in my mind, you need to understand that they were a pair of legs. Oh, wow. That's why I thought they were called clackers. What? Well, but they make a clap. Clacker. That did never. Nah. No. Okay. We just went straight to. Okay. Yeah. A pair of legs snapping together. Okay. <laughs> clacker. Yeah, okay, good. There we go. Well, hello there and welcome to Emsolation. <laughs> My name is Em Rossiano. I'm a writer, a singer, a stand-up comedian, actor, award-nominated and a podcaster. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> Woo! And I'm autistic and ADHD. And together with my best friend since I was 11, actor, award-nominated and already a winner, Mr Michael Lucas, I bring you this podcast every week. Hello, Michael. Hello, Amelia. I know what you're thinking. You look amazing. Thank you. <laughs> Hi, gay. Yes, I do look amazing. I had a facial yesterday. Oh, your skin is glowing. I don't know if you've heard, but I'm nominated for an actor award. (laughs) You've kept it quiet. I know. The humility. but I fucking did keep it quiet because I had to keep it quiet for a week. You did, actually. You did. You got the heads up and, yeah. I want you to know I got the email from the actor awards people and I dropped my phone texting you. Like I was like... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and I was just like, I wrote bitch in capital letters mm. and I sent you a copy of the email because um, I couldn't get myself to write anything else. And then I had to, I had to sit on it. Yeah. I had to sit there and Today. I couldn't, couldn't tell anyone. No. It was bad. But I am. So I thought, you know, and for this kind of event, Mama's nearly 45. I need a week run up. I can't just be some people can just roll into these things. Everything's already kind of 10 out of 10. Mm-hmm. I've got a, it's like uh, you're starting with a hedge and not literally the hedge is fine, but 
and and you have to shape it into the beautiful form that it's going to okay, be. Okay, it's topiary. Is it's that what you're topiary. Saying? I am human topiary. Wow. Another word. <laughs> Much like the topiary we saw in J Lo's uh, music in her trailer. It's true. Film. It's true. So I mean, hair, hair's got to be done. Facial's got to be done. Nails got to be done. Uh, I've got to think about when I'm going to do my tan, if I need to do a tan. A tan, okay. It is on the goldie. It would feel appropriate. True. Mm. And it's so much of a, like, it's so much of a run-up. It's exhausting. Mm. It's honestly, it's like It's exhausting, but I also, can I just say, also your favourite part of it. Totally. (laughs) And the Pinterest boards people have been subjected to. The collages. I downloaded a collage app specially. I paid $9.95 a month for it. Right. Because I really like the way it put together things for me. It's like my own personal Pinterest. Did I send you the collages? No, and... That's okay. (laughs) No, 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 no. I just don't think that my advice is the advice that you want in that realm. Well, I did get a facial. Well, I can tell. And and the woman said to me, she's looking at my skin, she's examining it, and she says, you have excellent skin. And I was like, thank you. And then she said, for your age. Don't worry about it. (laughs) It's fine. Don't worry about it. Did she put an age on your skin? That would have been great. She was shocked at my actual age because she was looking at my sheet and saw first of the third 79. Yeah. And she was like, Do you, you mean 89? <laughs> <laughs> she just said, You don't, you do not look nearly 45. Yeah. And I said, Thank you. And then as she had, we had to do this horrifying 3D camera where you look at your skin under ultraviolet light and brings oh. up all the damage. Okay. Bitch is damaged. She's bitch used it. to put olive oil in her skin in the 80s to oh, bake. But also you were out there on athletics oh. tracks. Oh, I have a permanent suntan mark from a crop mm. top. Mm. Truly, I used to put solarium accelerant on and lay in 35-degree heat and just basically baste myself like oh, a pig. Oh, the 90s. Were a <laughs> oh, my time. God. I used to be excited if there was blistering. Like, <laughs> yes, it's a good burn. It's good. Really? It'll take. That is hard. Oh, bad. Yeah. It's terrible. So we did the camera stuff and then she's like, yeah, you've got Great skin, great skin, so much elasticity. And I just, I wanted her to put it on a certificate. (laughs) There should be. I'll give you a ribbon maybe. Yeah, because I went home and told my whole family over dinner and like Charlie didn't even give a shit. (laughs) Why didn't you care that I have good skin? Marcella. Silence. She's 22. Is she not there? I would say that's a pretty good reason to not care about. Excuse me, can you come on camera? We're in our visual podcast. (laughs) And can you please tell everybody... Why you didn't give me the appropriate response to having amazing skin? Because please come and sit next to me on the chair. This is my chair. Everybody, James, the cameraman's freaking out. So why did you not look at our sisters? Sisters. <laughs> why? I don't care because I have flawless twenty-two-year-old skin. Oh, get off! <laughs> get away from me! She's not even wearing a bra today. What a bitch! She's like, oh, I don't need a bra. Oh, okay. <laughs> Show off. Anyway, if I wasn't wearing a bra, I could just tuck it into the top of my pants. But I digress. Anyway, I've got great skin <laughs> is the end of that story. Brilliant. Um, but we are going to start off with the Actor Awards. Obviously, look, we're both nominated. It's exactly the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> it's about time we start telling people. I also feel like I don't want anyone to be under the illusion that I'm under the illusion that I'm in the same realm as you and what you do. I'm well, not... No, I'm not. I'm not. Well, we're not in the same category. Absolutely that's for not. Sure. There's not a panel of but experts deciding if I'm worthy or not. <laughs> there's, there's a panel of there's a there's a great endless world of viewers out there voting for you. Which is why I care more. Oh. Because honestly, and I've said this before, I've spent the majority of my career being told I'm not what the audience wants. Mm. <laughs> Guess what? Turns out I am. <laughs> 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 we'll bleep the, the cunts. Mm. Can't put 
So, <laughs> can so we talk exciting. through your competition? What? I won't. Well, just let's say your other nominees. Oh, yes. Let's talk through my competition. Yeah. I'm not going to win. Well, no, I'm what? just not. So, Chloe Hayden. Yes. Abby Chatfield. Yep. Uh, Jimmy Rees. Yep. Uh, knee Jimmy Giggle. Indeed. And uh, the Shameless Girls. Now, that's interesting because it's personality and they're like a, a team. But they're okay. A, a big yep. team. I know. Oh, I know. Yeah. Huge podcast. They're going to take over Mamma Mia. Yeah. And Sophie Monk. Have we said her? They're going to mm. take over. Bitch. Oh. Good for okay. her. And Sophie Monk. Great. Yeah. I love Sophie. So four women are neurodivergent of the six mm. people nominated. Mm. Two autistic women, four two ADHDers. ex-bachelorettes. Two ex-bachelorettes. You're not one of them, I just am for clarity. Not. Wild. <laughs> what? <laughs> no, so it's kind of, and everybody in there, super popular, big. Mm. I would have the smallest fan base of all of those people easily. Really? Yeah, I think so. I would probably have the most passionate though. Yeah, dedication. I would say, yeah, I would say passion levels are with me. Yeah. I'm not expecting to win. At all. I'm just not. I'm so happy to be there. For, in my mind, weirdly, but I'm, I mean, I'm probably skewed. It's between you and Chloe. Uh, but I don't know why I say that, but that's just how I feel. I I just, I, I can't even, you know, we have to talk about an acceptance speech because I just can't. But um, so th- that's so amazing. A- Abby and Chloe and I have been messaging each other. Oh, good. Which is so great. That's what you want. Yeah. Well, you want to believe that's what happens at the Oscars. Well, that's what we've been doing because yeah. Abby was stressed that she'd gone too hardcore with her outfit, like she's going all out. Oh. And I said, well, darling, you've come to the right place. Yeah. <laughs> Go further. That's <laughs> what I say. There's no such thing. Yeah. And I said, no, we're dressing for the gays, the she's and the they's, and we need to give them a show. Yeah. Um, so no, that's been great. And we've been talking about we're going to go to our own separate after party, which is just us separately in our hotel room scrolling through Instagram at about 9pm, <laughs> <laughs> texting each other maybe. The actual event itself in real life finishes at 6. So, so that actually for you is a generous amount of after party before you get to there. It's a lot of after party. Mm. I have some concerns though and I want to run through them okay. with you. First of all, my dress is currently in transit about to arrive. Okay, but you, that you're feeling secure about that delivery. My shoes, unfortunately, are currently at Charles de Gaulle in Paris. Okay, that's <laughs> not promising. So I bought these amazing shoes. Okay, I'm going to tell everyone what I did. I've always wanted a pair of the East St. Laurent Legacy sandal, but they are $1,600. So I went on a second-hand website, mm-hmm. a second-hand mm-hmm. designer website, and I found a pair in my size. I've got big hoofs. And I found them for $200. They're worn. Like, they're clearly, we've got scuffs, marks. and Okay, you can take care of that. Correct. I bought these, I got them, and mm-hmm. they said it would be a four-day delivery. So I got the East St. Laurent Legacy Silver Platform Sandal for 200 bucks. Wow. 1600 retail, yeah. and they're, they're very worn, but they're my size, and I just thought, I'll take a chance. And I ordered some silver paint from the internet, silver leather paint, okay, so I was going to do some cobbling. Yeah. Four days will be there. Then I buy it, I get the message saying it'll arrive on Tuesday the 12th. Do they mean four days to deliver to the FedEx person? Maybe. Oh, dear. So I've been frantically tracking these shoes and they're amazing. I love them so much. And I, I love being a thrifty bitch, but I love East St. Laurent even more. Charles de Gaulle Airport, though. I mean, one could get from there to here in, you know. I don't know that they're that committed. Okay. <laughs> you don't think it's the highest pro- so priority? So now I think for... I'm going to have to go buy a pair of backup shoes. Okay. Because I, surprisingly enough, do not own a pair of silver strappy platform heels. Well, that's a hole in your wardrobe. Right? Yeah. It's a blind spot. <laughs> so the shoes, I think, I think I'm going to give them till tomorrow, but I just don't see them. They still haven't left France. I've been checking. I check every 10 minutes. Okay, that's yeah. good. That's good. So we're, we're anticipating the next check in this podcast. Pretty much. Yeah. Uh, now, we got an email, a very detailed email from the actors' PR people, mm. and 
I just want to say, and I did say this online, but I want to say this very publicly to the, and I'm going to go ahead and assume it is a mother yeah. who has put together this in, in, incredible, every question I could have come up with down to please have a snack before the That's ceremony. Right. That's right. The anticipation immense. Fuck me. A gay man wouldn't have thought of that because he'd be like, no, you're not having carbs. You want to look good in your dress. Okay. And a straight man just wouldn't care. It's yeah. got to have been a, a lesbian mm-hmm. or a mother or a lesbian mother. Yeah. Who has put this together? Wow. Because I was so grateful for the snacking information. I feel like we should really invite them to come onto the pod. Well, they did send me a little thank <gasps> you. Yeah, not the actual individual, but at the actor account oh. locked it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm going to have to make a trial mix. Do you want to, you want to share a trial mix? Sure. Okay, I'm going to make us a trial mix. Okay. <laughs> what so do you mean, like nuts and sultanas yeah, and nuts, things like that? Just to keep that yeah. energy up. A bit of carob, maybe? Yes, <laughs> not carob, real chocolate. Real chocolate, okay. Carob's <laughs> so 80s. My yeah. mum's on a Ooh. diet, not eating chocolate. <laughs> Carob used to be like, oh, that's the hot, healthy alternative because oh, yeah. my mum's no, on a diet. Okay. Remember? Well, I mean, trail mix, yeah, but anyway. Everything was carob. Yeah. Pot puree and carob. Well, it was like... It <laughs> was that like, is the fragrance of the 80s. As a, as a world, we decided we could maybe eat chocolate for free, but it turned out there's no such thing. If you want the taste of chocolate, you need to go full you calorie. To, uh, so, yeah, so we're going to do that. Great to have a snack. I'll reconsider my handbag size if I can fit the trial bag. Now, in the email, it said your handbag can't be bigger than an A4 piece of paper, so I'm carrying around A4s with me everywhere just holding it up to bags. <laughs> you know I'm autistic. The rules. The rules The rules, honey. Followed. Yes. So there's that. There's also um, the ceremony, the length. Are they fucking joking me? Did you see how long it goes for? I, I it probably won't surprise everyone to hear that I have not read that letter in the exhaustive detail that you have. <laughs> I haven't. But is it three I've hours? I've got a printed copy. I'll be keeping in my purse. Okay, of course. Am I not meant to do that? No, I think it's wonderful. How can you be so lackadaisical about the rules? <laughs> how do you keep your anxiety in check? Do you feel no anxiety? <laughs> do you feel any worry about this weekend? Um, what? I hope it goes well. I... I <laughs> No, but also, you know what one difference is, is that I'm part of a big group and so I, and I also have the co-producer, Joe is getting there in advance and she's kind of like knows it's her job to like shepherd us all and everything. So I'm just looking forward to, I'm the one that, so we're shooting at the moment. This is a longer answer than you expected. I'm the one that's staying on set. She's the one that's getting there. So the trade-off is she has to be across everything and then just calmly lead us through and tell us where to go at all times. That's what she's already organized everything. She's organized the pre drinks. She's done it all. It doesn't feel like much of a trade off. It feels like my marriage. But hang on. Bitch, I said what I'm, said. I'm on set. Doing what? Like everything what? to do with production. What? You're not oh. shooting it. You're not directing it. You're not acting in it. No. You're just there being an overseer. She's done all the other stuff and you're just no, rocking no, in no and enjoying way. her there effort. Is no, trust me. We've got <laughs> babies on nerve. set this You've touched week. touched a nerve here. Nah. <laughs> Will not accept it. And she knows. She knows because she's getting... Did you just say we've got babies on set? Yeah. What? (laughs) Yeah. Like, are you personally nursing them on your breast? (laughs) No, but there's there's huge... Oh, look, I can't even tell you. He's so upset with me. I love it. No, but this is crazy. It is not fair to say that... It's my marriage. No, it's not like that at all. If it's if it's if it's it's the equivalent of Scott. She's the Scott going away on the biking tour. No question. Bitch, I said what I said. But it swings round. She'll pay me back. That's what's not like your marriage. Where is the lie? Where is the lie? I will I will record her and say, Joe. Honestly, who has the better side of the deal? The person that flies up to the Gold Coast on the Thursday, or the person who stays on the set working into the night on those days? 
You are it's a fucking Anzac. <laughs> no, I'm just saying it's equal. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Anyway, I'm really nervous. Finally, I don't know what to do about a speech. This is the thing we need to discuss. Oh, I know what you should say, basically. Oh, great. Can you write it for me and I'll just punch it up? Yeah. Thanks. You haven't got enough on. It's working into the night, breastfeeding babies, motherfuckers. <laughs> Can you help me? Yeah. Okay. No, of course. No, seriously. They say 30 seconds. 30 seconds. I was just going to say I've got that in the rules. Yeah, but, I mean, that's what they say to scare you, to keep you as low as possible. But I think they assume that you're going to go close to a minute. Okay, okay, mm. okay, okay, okay. So you're, I, I mean. Actor won't be so happy with me now. <laughs> <laughs> all right, great. So, obviously, content will be flowing. We're going to let everyone know how it's all going. Um, it's going to be hot. My other concern is the sweat factor. Is the, did you see that the after party's out fucking doors? I don't know why I threw the fucking in there. It, I'm sorry. Yeah, I did. Yeah. Outdoor. I'm gonna. Mm. I'm in a. I'm in a. Oh, let's talk about our outfits. Okay. 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 That's Lily Mark. He's forgiven me. All is forgiven. Talk about your outfit. Or do we want to do a reveal? Nah. Do we? Well, it is a reveal. We're not going to show pictures True. of them. Okay. You go. You go. You go. 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 We're well, going my, in insulation purple. We are. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> and I. Yeah. So my outfit was put together by the costume designer of the newsreader. Gypsy and our Taylor. friend Gypsy. Yes. Yes. My housemate. And I specifically said, look. Um, M already has a gown and it is. I love that M found out that she was going two weeks before the actors you've known for six months (laughs) and I had my outfit before you. Yeah. (laughs) Love that. Well, actually, I did have a standby outfit. Yes, you did. It was a green um, coat, which I quite liked, but it was hot. Hot. And I thought, ooh, not sure about that. Mm-mm. And then and then I thought in an ideal world we would have something matching. So that was the only brief that I gave Purple and she's really delivered. Yeah. I would describe my look. I'm happy to describe it in detail. I think I look like yeah. if Joel Creasy was cast as Willy Wonka. <laughs> I would say if Annie Lennox was going through her witchy Taylor Swift face. Okay, good. <laughs> Neither of them sound dramatically sexy, do they? <laughs> Actually, probably more Joel Creasy as Willy Wonka. That's cool. Yeah, no, that I, I, I like, I also want to, my dress is purple, mm-hmm. um, designed by my dearest, dearest Lara from Zhivago uh, in Perth, a Perth label. And I just want to point out that we are essentially going as modern day Posh and Becks at their wedding. I have not thought I of have. that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so excited. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know. It's it's very exciting. So look out for it. I mean, it's, it's our love letter to you all. It's Emsolation Purple. We wanted to do it. I certainly wanted to do it. So it's going to be. And it's being telecast on Channel 10 on Saturday yes, night. Yes, it is. But what I want to say to everyone is if I win, I'm not, I just, I want you to understand, I really don't think I'm going to. But if I do, I'm not allowed to tell anyone. Mm. But what I will do to let you all know is I'll just post a purple heart. Mm. And then that will be our sign. No one will, no one will know. This isn't going out to many people. Mm. Like, mm. Actor won't find out I've broken the embargo. It's fine. Mm. <laughs> but if I do, we'll just put up a purple heart. But I'm, I'm tr- I want you to – I truly am not – I have no expectations. I'm expecting Chloe to win, to be honest. Right. She has millions of followers on TikTok. Like it's, I, and she should. She's amazing. She's so wonderful. Mm. Um, I'm just excited there's two autistic women in a category where the people have decided that we should be there mm. because it – Turns out that goes against everything every executive has ever told me. That mm, that's mm. the people are saying. No, actually, we do want four neurodivergent women. They are. Pop- we do like them. Mm. Sophie and Abby are very popular. I don't think that's ever been under. Anyway, how exciting! Is someone listening out for the FedEx? Because my dress is in, <laughs> in transit. Okay, just be listening out. <laughs> Ezekiel, can you Zeke? Can you go and man the door? Thanks, babes. Okay, great. <laughs> It's very exciting. It's all happening. All right. Uh, the Grammys. Oh. Yes. What an award season we're in. It was just. 
I think it was the best Grammys ever. Well, and also, what a relief to finally get a really good award ceremony. Yeah. Like the the star quality there, yeah. the performances. Yeah. There was a plethora of moments, some of them comfortingly predictable, some of them surprising. Yeah. There were controversies, but nothing that made you feel real ick like the Will Smith incident or anything like no. that. It just it gave you everything that you wanted from a Grammys presentation. And Trevor Noah did well. Nailed it. I couldn't fault so him. So many moments to talk about. So many highlights. Why doesn't Trevor Noah do Oscars, Golden Globes? He was really good. And also just obviously some really good scripted stuff, but his ability to roll with whatever was happening. And Incredible. he did. I watched him roll mm. with Billy Joel. Like I did his, but that's the difference between having a comedian mm. and a presenter, mm. you know, like, mm. uh, but a comedian who's a smart comedian, because the, I would argue mm. that the comedian they had, old mm. mate, what's his name? Chelsea Handler's ex-boyfriend. Mm. Um, he is clearly one of those comedians that everything's get written, mm. lead up, punchline, punchline. You know, it's like a very formulaic, whereas Trevor Noah is a bit more, you know, mm. light on his feet mm-hmm. and you could see. Mm. I loved it. Mm. I didn't feel nervous. Mm. And also the other thing is everybody in that room considers him an equal. Mm. He can. Taylor was laughing. Ha, mm-hmm, ha, mm-hmm. Did you see Taylor had a fan to cover it? I now? did, yes. It was impressive and <laughs> good move on her part. She really committed Taylor to Taylor has walked away with the most controversial legacy from the Grammys. Taylor? You're in danger, girl. She's, well, in, she's in danger. And, you know, all it is is... Too big for too long. Yeah. People are people. And if are she looking... was a man, it wouldn't be a problem. I want to point that out very, very quickly. But be... be okay, so we should just say what the main controversy well, is. Well, no, I mean, yes, but first of all, you know, I have to do a chronological order because autism. So Trevor was great. And very early on in the night, we got a Mariah Carey moment oh, that mm. it's just... Mariah Carey... <laughs> I love her so much. I just, she gets it. Mm. Mariah gets it. But she was on stage presenting, I think, the first award of the night and it went to Miley Cyrus mm. and Miley got up there and um, lost her fucking mind because mm. she's a Mariah Carey fan, as mm. we all are, and then went on to tell the most bizarre story about a butterfly, mm. about how some little boy wanted, do you remember the story? I do. Okay, please tell it. Well, essentially what she was saying and then she did say, I wasn't going to tell this story, but now Mariah's here, so I'm Which going to tell Which led us it. all to think, and Mariah, to think that this had something to do with Well, Mariah. and also because <laughs> butterflies are an intensely Mariah Carey-coded creature. Yeah. She literally had an album. I know, but still. But it actually yeah. had nothing to do with that. No. No, it was basically like it was a little boy who was desperate to catch a butterfly, which symbolically was Miley's desperation for a Grammy. I'm not even making this up. And it was swatting and swinging and swatting and swinging and it just was never getting it. So in the end, it just put the net down and then the butterfly landed on its nose. And that represents Miley writing, being one of the writers and singing Flowers, having a huge hit and thus winning a Grammy. That was what it was about. And you know what? I slightly defend it. I feel like I don't know that we should be telling parables about our journey to the Grammy stage, but... <laughs> While Mariah Carey is literally being held against yeah. her will next year. Oh, Mariah got... But I think Mariah would have enjoyed the love at the start. Yeah, but then when she realised Miley wasn't going to let her leave the stage, yeah. you saw the panic Attention. settling. <laughs> yeah, totally, totally. But also, little did we know at the time, but um, uh, Miley showering all that love on Mariah was setting Taylor up for a fall later on. Really was. Because that became the bar of how you treat the legend. And I just, I also have no issue with Miley's story, but Miley's also giving off big, I'm finally free energy. And I, 
overall, the story was probably the most questionable part of Miley's whole night. But other than that, I loved her the whole night. Her thought, energy. And, and she, I love that she was unabashed. I've won a Grammy. I friggin' yeah. love it to death. I'm not wearing undies. I'm here with oh, my mum, Tish. Oh, my God, yeah. <laughs> Didn't thank her dad. Interesting. Well, he's just married. Very young person. Right, okay. Yeah. And that performance. Tish married the Australian guy from Prison Break. Oh. Yes. Isn't that a little nice little bit of tidbit okay, information? Okay, I did not know that. Yes. Dominic. Purcell? Oh, Biggest, my God. If I you, pulled that out of my ass, is that his name? I know I'm doing SideQuest here. Did you know that Meryl Streep? Yes. I did not know that. I did. Mark Ronson. So Meryl Streep's daughter, Grace. Gilded Age. Is married to Mark Ronson, music producer, Amy Winehouse. I mean, so many hits. And he seems like a lovely man. Lovely man. And he presented an award with his mother in law It was completely charming. Another highlight of the night. They were so cute. So cute. I love that. Correct um, name. Correct name. Is it Dominic Dominic Purcell? Purcell. Fuck yeah. Mm. Uh, and also the fun fact, Meryl has four children, mm. one son, three daughters. Mm. They all look like Meryl. You mm. could, there's not a speck of the father there. It's mm. like a clone factory. It's bizarre. I love the Gilded Age. It's like we're oh God, God. <laughs> I've just finished season two. Okay, I haven't started it yet. You've, I thought you'd already watched it. Season illegally. one I have. Oh. No, we had the option to watch it. I don't know what happened. I'm being busy. It's yeah. great. Mm. There's more sex. Mm. But I will warn you, old mate and old mate still haven't met in person. Really? Nah. Chris and Baranski and what, you are joking. Nah. They've gone two seasons? Yep. Wow. Two, I, I actually respect it. The two lead protagonists. Who are at war with each other. And fierce, Did they briefly meet in season one, like briefly mm-mm. cross paths? They've oh never crossed paths. Oh and they, Christine, they still didn't in season two. The, the, I know this is really niche, but not many people watch it. But that the Russells... Uh, Bertha and George. Yeah. Bertha, Bertha yeah. and George. Yeah. They are the ultimate couple. They are. Yeah. So, they are the hottest, sexiest, most loyal goals mm. on telly. Yeah. Hands down. I love yeah. them. I'm so sorry. <laughs> so Taylor Swift. Mm. She arrived late, mm. but right on time because Trevor was mentioning her. Yeah. And then, um, Celine. Comes out on stage finally. So Taylor's huge here. moment. Yeah, huge moment. And Celine. Taylor, we do want to point out, was getting up during the show. Oh, another interesting fact. Oh God. Not a side quest. <laughs> Olivia Rodriguez, that song Vampire, yeah. written about Taylor. Taylor was singing along to it. They cut to her. I noticed it. That is the most boss move. <laughs> because wasn't there a dispute about songwriting two songs. credits? Right. Two songs. Taylor and Jack said they needed credits on one, two songs on her album, saying they sounded too much like... Uh, another song of Taylor's, and Olivia grew up worshipping and loving Taylor. Oh, that's brutal. And that really apparently pulled them apart. And Vampire, according to many people on the internet, right, okay. is Never about wrong. Taylor. So then when I saw Taylor standing up looking at Olivia dead in the eye, well, Olivia's got fake blood running yeah. down her arms and she's singing Soul Crusher, Dream Crusher, You're a Goddamn Vampire. And if Taylor knows that that song's about her and she's dead-eyeing Olivia while she sings it and smiling at her... That's why she's number one. That's what... <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell. Wow. That's... That's... that's that was That's a bit of a Gaga Madonna situation happening there, except they're much closer in age. I want to look... I should know they're not. There would be a solid... 10 years difference. Can I just look up the words to vampire because. Oh, it's not holding back. Um, If this is about Taylor. (gasps) Yeah. Fame fucker. 
hate to give the satisfaction asking how you're doing now. How's the castle built off people you pretend to care about? This hits differently now. Just what you wanted, look at you, cool guy, changed, diversion. You got it. I see the parties and the diamonds sometimes when I close my eyes. What's, it, what's the chorus? I've made some real big, oh, oh what a mesmerising, paralysing, fucked up little thrill. Ooh, I wonder if it is. Do you think they're saying that maybe there was, no. What? I think you're. I think you're. I think a whole Reddit thread has sprung up, and I think probably based on nothing. I don't want to say that. James anyway. is probably twitching at the moment. No, James is a swifty. What do you know of the Olivia Taylor situation? That there was argy bargy. Have you ever heard that? Yeah, essentially what you've just said that you've heard that vampires about Taylor. Yeah, that Olivia did write a few songs and that Taylor got credit because they sounded too much alike, and she ended up gaining some of the profits actually. And then there was a huge moment where they didn't speak. And I feel like what we saw the other day, they're on the mend. Really? Mm. I just also feel like she didn't have enough of the blood capsules in her hands. It just looked like a little trickle, like day three of your period down your leg. Right, <laughs> yeah. It was a little bit like, is that blood or whatever? So she did smear some on her face. It just looked like maybe she picked a pimple. Good performance, though, I still thought, yeah, other than that. I, just, I know it's not your favourite kind of singer. No, I know, but, I know. She's not a singer. Well, she is a singer, but she the, the style. She chooses not to be the singer. She does yeah. a... I like that Get Him Back song. I think she's great. Yeah. I wanted to spelt though, but I feel the same way about Billie Eilish. She's a singer and she still chooses to sing like a kitten hitting a ball of wool. Yeah. I mean, if you're going to sing, set the wool on fire with acid and burn it to the ground. Don't be like... (laughs) (laughs) And there in 15 seconds is Amelia Rossiano's singing masterclass. (laughs) That is what they sound like. I know. It's like bubbles. Oh, you know what? I would pay to see you belt out vampire. You oh, Kelly re- Clarkson did. It was fucking oh, enormous. Oh, great. Okay, yeah. Oh, once you Good see song. Kelly Clarkson sing vampire, mm. it's like, Olivia, put your fucking, yeah, say it with your chest. On. Yeah, sure. All right. Mm. So we're building up to the moment. We are. That Celine. Celine appears. There, there actually was a side controversy with Taylor as well. What well, was quite divisive when she won her first award, she announced that she had another album coming out, right? Shit, I can't believe we forgot that. Yeah, and so... Dead Poets Society. I don't think that's what it's called, James. What's it called? It's called the something... Poet. Dead Poets Society. Oh, my gosh, James, you're having to actually Google to confirm. I know it's recent information. Somebody but... come and collect this Swifty. He's lost his way. <laughs> Tortured Dead Poets. Because... Hang on. Go. Oh, God. Oh, here she comes. Because. The professionalism lasted one episode, guys. <laughs> yeah. No, it because there's an interview, there's an Actors on Actors talk with Paul Meskel and Joe, the ex-boyfriend. Oh, and oh. they're talking about how they have a group chat called, what is it, The Tortured Men or... Because they both play sad boys for the Sally Rooney adaption TV series. Right. So the theory is she has named her album after that. The Sad Man Group Chat. Yes. Swifty theory. Wow. What is the theory? It's both use the word tortured. But what is the actual tortured album? Poet? The Tortured Poets Department. The Tortured Poets Department. I like mine. It's catchier. That has instantly made me a lot more interested. I mean, I will, obviously I'll listen to that album, but that I do like that back, so that's amazing. But she announced that it's coming she's so out. Ca- she's so petty. I love her. She announced that it's coming out during her first acceptance speech, and there was a feeling like, mm, 
Do, do you use your acceptance speeches to self-promote? And I actually thought, fine, yep. I don't care. Don't but, think um, I'm not going to be up there saying I'm salacious. It was seen as being slightly, like, is that a little ungracious? Shouldn't you just shower love on all the people that you worked with rather than promoting your next project? But, I mean, I didn't mind. I thought, absolutely fine. But then if she seemed ungracious then, <laughs> that was the entree. <laughs> yes. So, as we all know, Celine... Yeah. Has been very unwell. She has. Stiff oh, person silly. syndrome. Stiff man. Stiff person. Not stiff man. Stiff person syndrome. And I really wish they'd rename it. Much like ADHD, it really downplays what the disease is. Mm. It's not just like, you're not just like sore from going to the gym. That's what it, no. that's what it makes you yeah. feel like. But yeah. It's actually quite debilitating and awful. Yeah. And so Celine appears on stage. Walked out by her son. And she looked great. She did. She really did. Yeah. To present... Album of the year. The big one. But let's not forget, Jay-Z had just been up yep. shading the Grammys for never giving right. Beyonce. Appropriately so. Also having a crack at Taylor. How did you read, Cyquist, how did you read Beyonce's face when he was doing that? Because it was like she was determined to not have an stressed. expression. She was stressed. That's why yeah, Blue was I, sent I up. Stressed. Blue yeah. was sent up to remind him of his responsibilities. But d- d- is your read on it that he went rogue then and he yes. didn't tell her about it? That's that's what I was but feeling. But I didn't think. I and think- I, for me, she had an energy of. Jay, we talked about this. Oh, well, it, it, she had a metaphorical grip on his forearm, like when your child's screaming mm, at the mm, supermarket and you mm, want them to shut up, you don't want to yell, mm, and you grab their forearm. Mm, that was what that face was. Mm, and I think Blue Ivy was sent up to keep him in check. Mm, I would mm, send Chella up with Scott if I thought he was going to mm, go rogue. Because mm, every time he went to fucking bomb the legacy and the empire, he has to look at his child. Mm, so what are you going to say? Mm, You're going to mm, be polite. But mm. he wasn't. And he he, caught, he he said to Taylor, he said, I don't want to embarrass this young lady who's probably about to break the record. He shaded Taylor lightly. No, did he say about the I thought he meant he, the young lady was Beyonce. I don't no, he was talking about Taylor. Yeah, it was. No, I'm right. No, you're wrong. Beyonce's not a young lady. No, yes, she is. I thought he was having a go at no. Taylor. Uh, not a go. No, absolutely not. Oh, that's nice fun. No. <laughs> he's such a loose cannon. He's he's a loose unit. He is. I love it. Yeah. But, anyway, yeah. so that had all happened. Wait, Beyonce has never won Best Album, but she has won the most amount of Grammys in it. It's kind of bullshit. Yeah, okay, and she good. was absolutely robbed for both Lemonade and Renaissance. By white people. Absolutely. Adele, Adele. and Harry Styles. British yeah. people, no less. Correct. Go. Yeah. So. Uh, so then Celine comes out and first public appearance. She did go to an ice hockey match, I think, but other than that no. first public appearance yeah. and then she came out and she she said from the bottom of her heart. From the bottom of my Yeah, heart. she got this huge standing O. Mm. Um, she should, should just say they played The Power of Love when she came out and there was a shot of Taylor clapping and singing along. Yeah. She was very enthusiastic. Yeah, she loved it. Anyway, but she, did, she didn't speak for too long. She just very graciously thanked everyone and then uh, announced that Album of the Year went to... Taylor Swift Midnight's really no surprise. Having said that, Taylor, of course, played full surprise. Yeah. Absolute full shock. The she like Taylor does a very like potent sort of, oh shucks, me, me, yeah. me. And then there's all this chaos about she's taking Lana Del Rey to stage and she's racing around and everything like why, that. Why, why, what's the Lana Del Rey love? Well, she affair? sings on the song on Midnight. Does she? She's and she, Oh, I was yeah. gonna say, I feel like Lana walked she's past part of the, the microphone team. a couple of times in that song. It's very hard to hear Lana. Snow on the Beach yeah. was the primary she's one. She's really. a vocalist to on that. To say she's a vocalist is... No, but I think she wrote... She has writing credits too, she right, James? Writes. Okay, great. And clearly they're good friends. Mm. Um, they also re-released a new version where Lana got given more lines got, to... Oh, she did? Yeah. That's generous yeah, Taylor. Version. And maybe Taylor just wanted to communicate, look, some of my female peers won't end up writing songs about me called Vampire. <laughs> I'm friends with this one, all right? 
Um, anyway, and so there's more chaos on stage. She's racing around. She's hugging various people. And then in the fateful moment, she went up to get the Grammy and she was looking behind her. So Celine is standing there humbly holding Taylor's Album of the Year Grammy, her history-making fourth Album of the Year Grammy. No one's ever done it before. And Taylor was sort of looking behind her at her team and just sort of took it out of Celine's hands with not so much as even making eye contact with her and then just straight up to the mic mm. and gave a sort of chaotic, completely unprepared um, script and did not acknowledge Celine Dion. Now, where do you think I stand? This is where do you think that's interesting? I, I stand could, on okay, this. okay. I could imagine you saying, like, I it would be off brand for you if someone making a faux pas where they don't make eye contact, you're really harsh on because I think you would understand she was weird in that moment and like let's just cut the bitch some slack. Mm. It's incredibly chaotic and strange. Mm. Eyes of the world on mm. her. She wouldn't know what camera was filming mm. and mm. um. So I think that you would be like, okay, let's stop micro-analyzing Agreed. women's gestures. You know me well. Yes. Fuck off. So, like, it, Celine, also, if I were Taylor, I'd be worried about hugging Celine or touching her in any way. The woman is, like, broken glass at the moment. Mm. And she's like, I also <laughs> would feel... Medical note. I don't know that. <laughs> no, but she's very... Her bones are very right. fragile. Okay. No, right. she okay. is. Yep. Oh, if anyone's got osteoporosis, I don't think Celine's, like... Getting a lot of well, she certainly hugged her in the selfie that her PR team raced and can you I go, the thing that the people that I would like to just think of for a second is Taylor's team, I'm sure, was looking on Twitter and there was clearly mm. a desperate race to get Taylor and to Celine, Celine in a selfie. There'll be a together. duet coming out next week. Oh my god. <laughs> they, can you imagine they'd be like, where is Celine? Can't be moving that fast. Let's lock her down. Let's get Taylor there. Let's get the hug. Eyes on. Eyes on. Yeah. Get the shot. Yeah, there was, there, was, there was a damage control photo. But really, like, Will Smith slapped a whole person. You know, yeah. and Taylor didn't want to do the polite. If, again, if Taylor was a man and didn't acknowledge the, say it was Stevie Wonder producing and it was Harry Styles accepting, if Harry didn't acknowledge Stevie, there wouldn't be this kind of uproar. Yeah, I do. I do think. I don't think the reactions are quite the same as Will Smith. I mean, he no, was banned I mean, from the academy. But I mean, we seem to yes. be dissecting no, it as much women, as that. We want women to be gracious. The, Look, to be honest, my biggest problem was <laughs> that she was completely unprepared for the speech. It was like it's the most predictable victory I've ever seen in my life. I've already written mine. <laughs> yeah, no, totally. <laughs> no, I. That, that like was at mine. a certain point, if you are history's biggest selling artist, you're on a billion, the first billion dollar concert tour. Mm. I think at a certain point, mm. you 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 can prepare for success. <laughs> <laughs> that's part of a charm. She's unassuming. Is it? I feel like I feel like that's why she needs to be careful because the the oh shucks, I'm a I'm a I'm a I'm just a simple country girl that is. I think I you feel bring like me people, to my point. Yeah. Okay. The oh shucks needs to go, and we need to enter Mariah territory. That's right. I'm ready for Taylor to be a diva. Yeah. I'm the queen. I'm better than you, and you love that about me. So shut up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She'll never do that. I don't no. think she has it in her. And mm. I think the Swifties would be upset. But I think all the Swifties need to let Taylor be a megastar. And I think we all need to stop pretending that Taylor's just one of us because she fucking isn't. She is better than us.
in She's every way. The most successful <laughs> recording artist the world has ever seen. And all this micromanaging of her every move is going to drive the port. You're the woman that you love the most. All you Swifties are putting her under so much pressure to do the exact right thing in the exact right moment all of the time and be gracious and kind and gentle and soft and loving and relatable. You're going to destroy this woman and she's mm. not going to be able to keep doing the thing you love that mm. she does. Mm. So let her be a diva. Let her make mistakes. Let her be rude sometimes. I'm honestly, mm. when I was when I saw the backlash, I was like, oh, fuck off. Mm. And Celine is fine. She's mm. got bigger fish to fry. And I think she's got it. She's going to go home, get her widgie board mm. out and talk to Rene. You know, she'll let Rene know what she yeah. did because they yeah. still talk, yeah. obviously. Yeah. And I just think, fuck off. Mm-hmm. That's what was my reaction to the whole thing. Mm. All right, well, there's the, the Grammys rundown you did not ask for. <laughs> Stop microanalyzing, Taylor, we say after doing it for 20 minutes. I didn't tell you that I was going to talk about this, but you'll be fine. Brittany and Justin over mm. the last two weeks. It's taken a turn, hasn't it? Oh, it's taken a number of turns. Bring in the drama in 2024. She forgives him first. No, there's. Apologizes there's to There's been him. so many things go down. Okay. I don't know if you're aware of the last three. This is so I'm great. up to he said I'm not apologising to fucking anyone. Oh, there's been two things. Okay, go, that. go. Okay. Um, let me run you through the timeline. Okay, sure. One moment. <laughs> I've written it down. Okay, so Justin released his new single Selfish yeah. on Jan 26th. Yeah. In 2001, Brittany released Femme Fatale and on that was a bonus track also entitled Selfish. Selfish. First of all, wouldn't you have checked that? That feels like a dumb, deliberate PR thing. Uh, it just does. I'm oh, sorry. She's released a lot of songs. Yeah, but you just do a little search on what other songs are called selfish, don't you? Well, I, I always am surprised by how often two songs with the same. Madonna herself has released two songs called Forbidden Love that are completely different songs. But she's not ex-lovers with herself <laughs> with a very tenuous history. Sure. So upon hearing Justin's new song was called Selfish, Britney's fans leapt to action mm-hmm. and got the bonus track to number one on the iTunes charts the day after Justin's one was released. Yeah. Fantastic pettiness. Um, January 28th, Brittany puts up the chaotic Instagram post apologising for some of the things she put in her mm. book. I want to apologise for some of the things I wrote about in my book. If I offended any of the people I genuinely care about, I'm deeply sorry. I think it went more than offence, but anyway. Um, faux shizzle, faux shizzle. Yeah, I know. It, it was, it was an absolutely riveting burn. And book. I love the apology that includes the if I. She also posted some pictures of Jamie Lynn, like throwback pictures going, oh, look at the two of us, so cute. I also want to say, she went on to say, I am in love with Justin's new song, Selfish. It is so good. And how come every time I see Justin and Jimmy together, I laugh so hard? What a reach out. We're all going. What? Hang on. What the fuck? Yeah. So do we... Can we go back and listen to yeah. Justify again? We've been following you, Brittany. Am and I allowed we to listen to Senorita? Like, can I listen to Senorita yeah. again? Is that okay? Oh, I've broken my future sex love sounds final. And now you're telling me. <laughs> right? Yeah. Jam 31. Justin at a birthday celebration for himself where he got up and sung at his own birthday. I love it. Mm. Taylor Swift, take note. This is mm. diva behavior. Mm-hmm. Just before launching into. What goes, goes around, around comes around. around. He says, I'd like to take this opportunity to apologise to absolutely fucking nobody. Whoa. Did he think? Because that was I a said. private event. Did he think it was not going to go viral? Or it Surely he must have known. I don't know. But, well, don't worry. Brittany heard about it. Yeah. The very next day she deletes her apology post. Of course. And instead replaces it with a broken basketball hoop. Just a picture of a full moon. 
and then a really decrepit-looking old basketball hoop. I love it when she goes symbolic. And she writes, someone told me someone was talking shit about me on the streets. <laughs> on the streets. Yeah, yeah. A private party <laughs> in Beverly like Hills. Sharks versus the Jets in West yeah. Side Story. Do you want to bring it to the court? Or will you go home crying to your mama like you did last time? Oh. I'm not sorry. Now, this alludes to a previous claim that Britney has made that when her and Justin used to play one-on-one basketball and she would beat him, he would cry. Ah. Uh. Yes. Sassy. Bitch, I said what I said. She's challenged him to an old-fashioned game of one-on-one. I hope he accepts I that challenge. Would pay. I want Britney versus Justin and I want Oprah to be the referee. Oh, and I want them to be in matching denim basketball outfits. And I want J-Lo to choreograph the routine when the other dancers come onto the court. Yeah, yeah. And they they make this whole thing. Speaking of Oprah. The other dancers. The other, yes. Speaking of Oprah, it is rumoured that there's going to be a tell-all with Justin because he wants to get his side of the story out. Oh, wow. It's been too long since we've had an Oprah primetime special. And I think it's going to be Justin. So this is just heating up. It is. It's so exciting. It is. So is that the full update? That's, That's the full where update. We're just waiting for the basketball showdown. We're waiting for the one-on-one High School Musical remake starring Justin and Brittany with Oprah as the umpire and J-Lo coming in after having attended sex rehab. <laughs> can I just say, the Grammys producer that can achieve Justin and Brittany meeting together on stage needs to, uh, that, that would, that's the holy grail of award show matchups at this point. I think I might die if that happens. Yeah. I don't know that I'm. I don't know that I'm built for that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, but it's so good. Remember when like Eminem and Elton John came on stage That's and they embraced? Right. Oh yeah. And did, hasn't like like Katy Perry and Taylor at one point did they do something? Or maybe no, she was just in the video clip. Oh, poor Katy. There's nothing like burying a beef at an award ceremony, and if that can be achieved, that's the Mount Everest of. Beef burying at an award ceremony. Beef burying sounds like a pornography. It does. Yeah. It sounds like a scene from Saltburn. It is. <laughs> See, I went beef as in beef curtains. Oh. Oh, God. And on that note. <laughs> Go on to the clackers. We <laughs> Clack. We uh, will next catch up with regular emsolators after the Actor Awards. We can't wait. We'll tell you every story. What's going to happen? Yeah, every story that we legally can tell. Mm. And um, also, not not forgetting our live shows are coming up. First week next Wednesday is sold out. Second week, there's still a couple of tickets left. If you want to come along and see us live, there's going to be singing. It's going to be Michael and I. There's all sorts of stuff going on. Uh, don't forget to follow us on Instagram. Don't forget to like our stories. Subscribe to the newsletter. And please, if you are an Apple podcast listener. Please follow us on the app and now you can watch us as a video too. That's all we have time for. Chella, do you have any housekeeping for me to do? All right. If you are not a subscriber, see you later. (laughs) If you are an extra subscriber, we are now going to be heading into the sealed section, which is already waiting for you, where we will be discussing Ben Affleck's Super Bowl commercial. (gasps) Michael and I haven't seen it yet, so we're going to do an OK OK stop. All right. We're very excited. That's all happening in Emsolation Extra. If you want to be able to hear that, go and subscribe. It's really fun. You really enjoy it. Okay, bye. Bye. Don't go anywhere. We've got an exclusive visual excerpt from today's sealed section for you to enjoy after the credits. If you want to enjoy that and so much more, upgrade your experience and join the extra family with our premium service, Emsolation Extra. You get two bonus episodes direct to your favourite podcast app every week in an exclusive feed. Currently, that includes Emma and Michael playing OK Stop on that new J-Lo trailer. 
for the sealed section, as well as an Ask Me Anything where Em and Michael answer your questions. There's over 70 other episodes awaiting you already. Plus, you'll also get Instagram close friends access, ticket pre-sales, merch discounts, and heaps more. Help M keep this independent neurodivergent business alive by supporting us for less than $2 a week on our yearly plan or less than $2.50 a week on our monthly plan. Just sign up at msolation.supercast.com now. Msolation is recorded at Down the Hill Studios, hosted by M. Rossiano with Michael Lucas. Executive produced by Benjamin Wosley, produced by M. Rossiano. Edited by Ezekiel Fenn and videos by James Henderson. Socials by Benjamin Wosley, M. Rossiano and Marcella Rossiano-Barrow with assistance from Jem Evans and Isabella Hines. Follow us on Instagram at Emsolation Podcast where you'll find a link in our bio so you can sign up for our weekly newsletter, join other Emsolators of the Emsolation Group on Facebook, follow our YouTube and TikTok channels and so much more. Help us out by sharing Emsolation with your friends, give us a five-star rating and make sure you're following us by hitting the follow button on your favourite podcast app. Thanks for listening and or watching this week's episode and we can't wait to chat with you again soon. This week, the sealed section is going to focus again on the Affleck household. Now, I cannot believe you haven't seen the J-Lo performance on SNL. I have not. It is. It's like it's like she was told she was doing the Super Bowl again. The amount of production, the costuming, and she did some singing live. Do you think, what is going on here? Do you think it's a case of her children have got an age where she now can go absolutely maximalist with every single performance and make everything super elaborate because... Maybe. I don't know because it's... I mean, it just feels like with this movie, with the performances, it is just the effort and I'm I'm here for it. But here's my question. Yeah. Why didn't she perform at the Grammys? Wasn't nominated. Yeah, but she's got this whole big thing coming out. Aren't you allowed to go... Like Lizzo no. was there and not nominated. She didn't perform though. No, but she was like... J-Lo wasn't even there. Yeah. Well, I just feel like you'd want to get eyes on at the biggest music music event in the world if you're about to release a cinematic spectacular. I don't know. I mean, Lizzo was, of course, a winner last year at the Grammys. Yeah. For, um, they didn't show Lizzo much on camera. Mm. But, um, no, I mean, I just think, I don't know. 